0: Welcome to the Hot Take Riverdale Podcast. Today we're talking about season 2 episode 8, chapter 21 House of the Devil. All
1: around me are familiar faces worn out places worn out faces. There's a lot to unpack in this episode. A
0: lot. Uh, we, we'll start with the title. House of the Devil, again, following the theme of being named after a slasher film. Uh, House of the Devil is a 2009 movie about a babysitter, college student, desperate to make money, goes to this house, which is considered the House of the Devil house, and she finds out this crazy secret about the family. Uh, And so, yeah. Uh, Also, fun fact about that movie... The opening of it has a, this is based on true events, opening similar to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was the opening of the last Riverdale episode.
1: So, um, big opening, Jekka not writing at Pops. He's writing at a bar.
0: At the Serpent Bar, which we later learn is called... Big set piece. Big set piece, uh, which is called The White Worm, uh, which comes back later into this episode. Um, and then also opens up with uh, a lot of like a CW show in all of its glory, hot and steamy sex scenes from Archie and Veronica.
1: Yeah, they're really kind of going at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Until things get ruined when Archie drops the L-bomb.
1: Yeah, I and mean, Archie doesn't know what to do about it, so he turns out to none other than Fred. Said I love you to her, Dad. And she didn't say it back. And yes, she heard me. I wouldn't get too in your head about that, son. I mean, those three words, people are often on different schedules.
0: And that is really the character arc of this episode for Fred Andrews and also for Hiram. It doesn't matter what Archie said. Or didn't say. I mean, that's my preference. Uh, Which is they're both kind of coaching their children on what to do, Veronica on what to do if Archie said, I love you, and Veronica isn't there yet, and for Archie, what to do when he said, I love you, and... Uh, You know, Veronica's not saying it back. We have a new lead on the Black Hood case, and Jughead and I were wondering if you guys would follow
1: up on it for us. Wait, so you want us to be you guys? Essentially, yes. Is there a problem with that?
0: Well, the other big thing in this episode, a theme, um, is that uh, there is a switching of roles. Um, Basically, Betty and Jughead... Betty wants to take a break from the Black Hood. Veronica and Archie are acting like Jughead and Betty and trying to crack the case and solve the crime and figure out what's up with this um, house of the devil.
1: Yeah, no, I like the role reversal here. I like um, I, I like the excuse is very clear too. It's just uh, Betty's just like, I need a break this week. I need a break. So you two, and then I love Archie. Archie's starting to get things. Archie's starting to understand, you know, like when somebody throws them at him, he's like, wait. You want us to be you guys this episode?
0: But Archie also is kind of slacking because when they go to the house and they find out that there is, uh, so there were these murders that happened in the house. He's uh, taking the
1: original newspaper to the house.
0: Yes, and it's the, uh, the Conaway murders. And so there were, we know that two kids were murdered. By this man that just like came to... five the,
1: people got murdered in the five house? Five people
0: got murdered and they were two kids. But when Archie and Veronica go to the house, they find out that actually they were three kids. So there was one surviving kid. And then through digging through old yearbooks, they find out the kid was actually the janitor who made his first appearance in the last episode. Um, now, what's so funny is when they're at the school doing all the hard work, like Veronica's like looking through all these yearbooks and what's Archie doing? He's on his phone. Yeah, not helping. Uh, and speaking of Archie's phone, something you pointed out, uh, what's, what's peculiar about the settings of Archie's phone?
1: Archie has the accessibility functions turned on, um, and I don't think that's for the camera to like catch the uh text messages i think he just needs big text to read
0: well because because
1: because we're in 2017 i feel like riverdale could do the whole uh the text in the sky you know 3d text in the sky and the text messages like flying on screen i love that aesthetic i think it's a little overused now but like especially this thing's kind of mirroring some of the kind of sherlock stuff this is a great way to provide information not an over the shoulder uh shot of archie on accessibility mode with wide font
0: well, because when we see Betty's phone, her font is normal size. His is like, it is jarring. You're like, wait. What? Thing. So Archie has a total count uh, of three shirtless moments in this episode.
1: Make it up for last time. It's great.
0: Make it up for last time, which is great. But at the same time, even though yes, yeah, so he does help uh, Veronica with the case. But you know, a theme that we've had on this podcast is our whole Archie ruins everything. And I think there were a few things times that Archie kind of kind of messed up in this episode. Okay, how? Okay, so one being the yearbook thing, not helping Veronica out, digging through all these yearbooks from years and years and years to find the initials J.C. or last name Conaway. Um, another thing is uh, on his way to his party. Okay, on the party for F.P. He's talking to his dad. He's wearing this really dope jacket with the collar popped. And when he gets to the party, he unpops his collar, making it a much collar less was cool. dope. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was cool. That like cool made the sure. coat. Um, well, he also said, I love you to Veronica too soon. He didn't read the room. Kind of jumped the gun on that one. But then we reveal the whole part of the reason why Veronica can't say I love you is because she's never heard her parents say it to each other.
1: Yeah, well, anyone could have noticed that.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the thing... But also,
1: Archie hasn't seen that. Archie has the mom issues, as Cheryl's pointed out before. Mm Mm-hmm. That's
0: why Archie can't hold on to a girlfriend. Mommy issues, but he overcame it for Veronica and actually was ready to commit and be there. And Veronica's the one who pumps the brakes on it. I think
1: he's just saying things. I don't think Archie really knows. I think he was in the middle of the moment with the fireplace. He finally got to use the fireplace.
0: Do you think he was just like Archie was doing the guy thing, where he's like, "Lots of sex must mean I love her. I no, love." No, I
1: know. I don't think he thought that far into it. I felt that you know, I bet he had some kind of emotion there. But what happens at the end of the episode? He's like, just takes off his shirt and like checks out Betty. He's definitely not that obsessed with her. Look at this. F.P. gets out of jail. Yes. And you tell his, his son smiles for the first time. They go on this nice. They noticed a beautiful bike ride, almost like a Fifty Shades of Grey, like, like you know, down the street, um, beautiful montage, father and son. So he's like, listen, son, I have this big announcement. I'm going to retire. And it's like, what the fuck? You, you retire from being a bad guy? Like, I'm confused on... Uh, and so everyone's <laughs> celebrating this thing, too. And then the retirement party turns out to be like, I'm not retiring party. Like, yeah. a lot of holes in time. sound like you just wanted to party. Why didn't you say like, hey, I'm at a jail party. Why'd it have to be the retirement party? Because
0: it's the retirement for being a serpent, right?
1: We don't know. It was a retirement from like, yeah, being a bad guy, like like <laughs> doing bad stuff. Yeah. Like he's he's retiring from work. Yeah. Like, they
0: should have just made it. You're right. A get out of jail party. You got out of jail because of overcrowding party.
1: <laughs> that's the other thing. Oh, it was overcrowded. So he got out. Like, what the fuck? They went through all that shit. Now it's like, oh, he's out because of overcrowding and good behavior for like a week.
0: Yeah. It's insane. Also. Um, that's what the
1: party should be for. Overcrowding party.
0: Also, uh, the second time Betty has planned a party, the first time she planned a party was Jughead's party that did not go well. They almost broke up. Then she th- she throws this party and they do break up.
1: Jughead was so not about that dance.
0: So apparently, what happened? So she he, she did the dance, and then after she did the dance, FP gets up, does a tight five to kind of like appease the situation. And also, again, is telling Jughead, be with your girl, be with your girl. And Jughead's like, I can't protect you anymore, Betty. So I guess by that dance, she's like showing her alignment to the serpents. And so FP now, instead of being like, I'm retired from being a bad, bad guy, has to be like, oh fuck, I now have to be a bad guy again because of the weird, awkward dance. Hog guy, get me?
1: Tequila. Straight up. Hold the worm. I mean, that was kind of the worst exchange I've ever seen of two bartenders, who a bartender and a patron who haven't seen each other for a while.
0: Hit me, Hogeye. Honey, what do you want? Shirley Temple? Just give me two. But also, speaking of Alice, Alice is like really off the rails in this episode. When she goes to help Betty and Jughead pick up FP in prison, she has this like very weird comment to F.P. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who have just been released from prison, F.P.? What do they say? That they are incredibly sexually frustrated. Mom. Wow. And then when she finds out about the party, of She certain has to party, go. She's like so stoked to go. And she goes, yeah, just stop by, say hi to old friends, leave at home. And then like basically dresses like Taylor Swift. Uh, also, she su- suddenly has bangs all of a sudden. Uh, and now she's really looking a lot like Penny. Um, a lot. Like they're really hitting that. Like they're sisters, they're related, whatnot. But she's like having the time of her life at that bar. And it's funny. It's like Betty is actually the mom in that situation for a second. And it's like almost like Betty is the dead weight holding Alice back.
1: So Alice does much shots. Everyone parties with the who, serpents. Um.
0: Who drove that night from Betty and Alice?
1: know. Oh, they probably took Uber after we watched the um, pilot and realized they have Uber in <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, but we never see Uber Everybody again else. in the series. Well, um, I think everyone's wondering, they really set it up to make it seem like um, Archie and Betty will finally be a thing, which is what Betty wanted at the beginning of the series. And I'm wondering if Archie and Betty are together and this episode hit a lot about role-playing or role-reversal, does that mean that Veronica and Jughead will get together? Because... They kind of make sense in the way that they both, you know, both their parents were criminals at one point. Both of them have all these like issues. And I feel like Veronica would be a great serpent adjacent girlfriend. Where was Kevin? Um, Kevin wasn't wasn't around, right? Did Cheryl go to the party? No, that was weird. But I think Cheryl clearly wasn't invited after she spilt her milkshake and told FP. (laughs) Why would she go to a party to a guy that she calls a plebe? Like that doesn't make any sense. She's probably like too busy, like drawing pictures of Josie to go out, like working on her creepy stalker wall. There was yeah. no, no threat besides like experimenting, like Except checking the out the Except for the relationships, everyone's relationships. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe that's what they have to do is balance out the relationship drama with like the Black Hood drama. So how does it end?
1: Wait, so like Archie's checking out Betty through the window? Yeah. Or?
0: And it's, it's this almost the same shot in the beginning of the series where Betty is checking out Archie.
1: So he's, he's going like, whoa, Betty got high.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Betty got hot this summer. He finally realized. <laughs> Betty got
1: hot this season. <laughs> this
0: season. But Betty's looked the same. But no, it's, she looks great. Yeah, but it's the thing where um, I think Archie had blinders on the whole time going from Grundy to Valerie to Veronica that I don't think he's ever even realized that, like, Betty had boobs or, like, is hot or is, like, you know, a great girlfriend or all these other amazing qualities she has.
1: This is my big hot take about the whole town. Okay. I feel like this Black Hood thing... It's not like Scream where there's two of them. I feel like it's a collective. I feel like it's a, it's almost like a cult. I, a cult.
0: I agree with that. I think, so that I'm makes, thinking. I think that makes a lot of sense that it is a the cult. The mayor's
1: talked about purifying the town. Mm-hmm. Janitor takes out trash.
0: Even the Coopers, like they write about it, but also isn't being a journalist exposing the trash, mm-hmm. bringing that to... Um, and then also Cheryl too kind of has, I think, some alignment to it because uh, when she burned down purifying the house, she was house. purifying the house. I think she and it also she wants
1: to get rid of like all the trash. Remember when she called out Archie in the in the tree tapping thing? She's like, I thought everyone was good, but you're not either. Yep.
0: And also it kind of makes sense of how we don't always see Cheryl, how Cheryl's very like in and out of the Riverdale. It could be like, well, what is she doing? She's like stirring shit up. And mm-hmm. the whole creepy thing with her drawing, like there's something there connected.
1: Some there with the drawings. Keller's part of this shit. Yeah. The whole town's part of this shit, except for Archie's dad.
0: I mean, in the last episode, when like they were trying to pin it on, what was, when they were like, oh, it was definitely Sheriff Keller, and like Betty then goes to Sheriff Keller's office, and like our two front runners for the Black Hood, Sheriff Keller and Hal Cooper, are like both sitting there being like, was it us? Like, how convenient
1: <laughs> how does the th- same thing that Alice does to to Betty like how why would you think this like mm-hmm. what like obviously this oh, I'm sorry sheriff like I don't know why my my daughter's being crazy like what is what do they say it's like my daughter's like yeah, it's just this kid thing it's just like whoa if you're if you're saying that th- there's something weird going on with
0: yeah that. it's like you know kids are crazy they make up these crazy things what? yeah <laughs>
1: um, yeah so I think it's cult.
0: I think it's a cult too And I think everyone's involved Oh and then also This episode um, The Lodges Get a note From the Black Hood But we never see the note They just mention They get a really? note Really I totally Fucking forgot I that. don't think they, Yeah because it never Really No one tries to investigate it. They're too busy Figuring out What's going on With the House of the that. Devil Um, But I also think like the Lodges are so guilty, especially like out of of everyone in this town who would have a reason to shoot Fred Andrews, it would be Hiram because Fred Andrews was macking on his wife.
1: I mean, she was macking on him, but that's another story. Yeah. Okay, well, um, thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you guys later.
0: Bye.